second attempt. It's Patrick. Incredible catch by Gesicki. That was miraculous. And look at this. This is talent. Butler flying in for his fifth rebound of this first quarter. Look, Jimmy's playing hard. All the way in. The dunk. No foul. But Butler with a strong, strong finish. one right field and that might be too good of a strike how about upper deck for jazz chisholm jr it's one nothing marlins <laughs> went up and got it to the upper tank down the middle of the field and wide open is Brevin Jordan. Another coverage bust and a hat trick touchdown pass for De'Eric King, the cap. A big, big night. Loose puck, Barkov on the backhand score! Sasha Barkov! Oh, the Cats have come to play tonight. Ambrose has a goal in the goal. Get in! And welcome to uh, Wednesday night. Aaron, you're muted. Uh, we're having technical difficulties, but this is Sports Nuts. Welcome to Wednesday night. We're usually here on a Tuesday, but tonight we're giving it to you on Wednesday. On uh, Wednesday. There you I'm are, muted. Aaron. I muted yes. myself. Yes. What happened? Did the music come <laughs> through, though, before I muted yes. myself? All right, cool. Yes. Fantastic. As long as that came through. So as as Corey did, jumping in uh, heroically there, uh, um, uh, as I, I, for some reason, muted myself. It, it is the Sports Nuts. It is a Wednesday night. It is not a Tuesday night, and that falls on me. So I apologize for that, uh, that we couldn't be with you guys last night. But, hey, uh, it seems like we're going to go live almost every single time there's a uh, NBA Finals game. Uh, but if you guys remember last week, we kind of uh, – open up the show with UFC 264. And I promised you guys a shoey, did I not? I said we would get a shoey. <laughs> and we got a shoey. Yeah, you did. All right, so we you did get that. Um, as, uh, 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 God, the, the Greg Hardy uh, fell to Tua Taivasi. So that <laughs> happened. And uh, what did you guys think when I sent you the video of uh, uh, Taivasi doing a shoey? <laughs> it was awesome right like you guys um sure 
what was yeah, the bet? Was, what was the bet I said that I would do a shoey on here if, if something happened? I got I got to go back and recall what what the hell I said I would do a shoey for. Um. Yeah, I, I don't remember what you agreed if to. Greg like, already lost, about. right, or something like that. Well, Greg, you lose, <laughs> so I have to do one, right? I have to go find one of my shoes. Should we do this for the end of the night? I'll, I, I'll do a shoey at the well, end of the night. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if that was the the bet we have to look. There was up. something I said. I, I, would do I don't want you doing. I don't want you doing a shoey in vain. Well, it wouldn't be in vain. I, we we'd have to go back and figure out what I said. I know yes. I said I would do something. I just can't yes, remember. Can. I can't remember what the hell it was that I said I would do a shoey for. I figure it has to be. It would would have had to been outlandish. Yeah, it's got to be but, something crazy, right? It wouldn't be just yeah. a two uh, to a tie. Whatever. Yeah, it wouldn't just be a victory for him. Yeah, that would no. be crazy. I'd be idiotic <laughs> yeah. on my behalf. Um, <laughs> but we could talk about that because that was a big story, right? Like two two sixty four. Um, I know Chris followed it very closely, but um, what ended up happening is uh, we we had said if Connor lost um that that fight to uh, Dustin Poirier, that his career would be over. But the way that Connor lost that fight. Uh, his career is not over. Uh, he, he threw a kick, and and the funny thing is, um, is that Dustin Poirier said he felt Connor break it on his um, on his shin. But I've been watching a lot of the videos, and Connor didn't break it on on his shin. Uh, Connor actually broke his 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 shin when he he kicked. Um, he had gone to kick Poirier high. He kicked Poirier in the elbow, and you can kind of see you know, where it was kind of like nasty. And then um, he went to go take a step back on it. And that's when Connor um, broke his shin. So he gets a medical stoppage. He made sure he yelled out that, you know, it, that it was a doctor stoppage. And that's exactly what happened. Um, and then there was a lot of trash talking. Jake Paul had like a, uh, a special chain made for Connor McGregor. That was a, um, it was a, he called it the NyQuil McGregor. So it was a chain of McGregor after he lost the Poirier, but he was holding a NyQuil bottle because he went to sleep. Um, and, and now, uh, Jake, very he, didn't go to, he didn't go to sleep. Though. Yeah. So Jake Paul has now given that chain to Dustin Poirier to auction off. Uh, the trash talk is oh, still God. going. Connor was talking trash after his surgery. Uh, so I, I think this broken shin bone saved Conor McGregor's career because in all honesty, like if he loses clean to Dustin Poirier, uh, it's, it's over for him. Like, I don't, I don't see how uh, there's any excitement. And uh, Chris, uh, you, you and I had the conversation about, is there stars uh, in, in the um, UFC to keep it kind of like relevant? And Corey, you kind of jumped in on it too. Uh, the, the UFC just booked another big fight. They're going to do, um, they're going to do Robbie Lawler versus Nate Diaz, which is going to be awesome because they're that fight. That fight is going to get people back into the UFC because they're going to bang, man. They're going to, they're going to stand Ooh. and bang Robbie, Robbie, Robbie Lawler and Nate Diaz. Okay. Is that Jerry's? Is that Jerry's son? No, it's not Jerry Lawler's son. He's a, oh. he's a badass though. Like uh, uh, Robbie Lawler is a bad, like this is a fight. Like if, if you're trying to get people into UFC, you're, you're going to show them this fight because these two dudes are just going to stand there and throw hands. Like, it's going to be... It, it, it's going to be amazing. It's going to be a street fight. That's that's what it's going to be. So, uh, Conor McGregor saves his career after uh, UFC 6, uh, 
624, six, uh, I think it was 624. Uh, so, um, you know, th- it, it ended the best way possible for uh, Dana White that, you know, that there's still uh, going to be an excitement for this. And he's got time now because Connor's going to have to recoup from uh, breaking his shin. Um, but, you know, I was, look, I was disappointed, man. I, I was excited about this fight. I was excited about the two, uh, the, uh, the Tyavasi and, and Hardy fight. I thought they were going to stand and bang and it ended in a, in a first round knockout. And like Greg Hardy hit to Avasi um, and he like was, he put two of on, on kind of like his heels and two of hits Greg Hardy, hit him one time. He hit Greg Hardy one time and knocked him out <laughs> one time. Yeah. That's all it took. One punch. And Greg Hardy was out. This isn't football, man. This is a different type of shape you need to be in. Greg, Greg Hardy's girlfriend put up a bigger fight than Greg Hardy. <laughs> it, was, it was insane. It was terrible. Uh, like, there, there was really no fight. Uh, uh, you know, the first fight of the night uh, with Sugar Shane, he, um, he, he was fighting this guy who took a fight, like, on a week's, week's time. And uh, he just was beating the crap out of this guy. Like, like it was brutal. It, it was absolutely brutal to watch. And the guy just kept going. And uh, they ended up having to stop the fight, not because the guy was, like, wobbly or anything, but the guy had taken so much facial damage that the referee was like, we need to stop this because we wow. can't have a guy get killed in the octagon. <laughs> so it was uh, 264 was something special, man. But uh, the good news is, uh, Connor found a way to lose, but still keep his career going. So we'll still have Connor McGregor, and uh, I'm sure when he's healthy, it'll be Dustin Poirier and Connor McGregor. Um, you know that they'll, they'll rekindle their their. You know, uh, it's not a trilogy anymore. Uh, the, I don't know what you call a fight that happens four times, but that's what they'll do. So the sport holds on for another year and a half. Well, yeah. <laughs> now we wait for <laughs> Connor to get better, so that we could have uh, hopefully some kind of. Uh, resolution um for that but the the big the big story right now is game four of the nba finals uh, they they had two days off right in between yeah, like, that's too much it's too much i, I thought there was gonna be a game last i night. think it's because of the all-star game they didn't want to play, they didn't, want to play the they, they didn't want to go up against the mlb all-star game that was you know spectacular <laughs> yeah. this is, so this is the uh this is actually the second game in a row that had two days in between because they they played Thursday then Sunday, but uh, but the two games did, there was only one game in between when they were in Phoenix, right? And they had the two days off. They traveled to Milwaukee, and then they have two more days off. It's insane. Wow. So uh, right now, a close game. Uh, it, it's eighteen fourteen. So a lot of points being scored here in the first, which is exactly it's exactly what you want if you're if if, if you're the Suns. Like if it's a game that's going to run like this. That's 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 what you want, right? If you're Phoenix, yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. If you're Phoenix, you want to run all day, um, and Milwaukee can't hang with that. Um, they're more of a half court, half court uh, team. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, it, I I concur. So as long as it stays this way, I, I it would be a Phoenix Suns uh, a victory. I took a I got lucky today. We got a we got a kid at work. And he's a sports fan. He might be a degenerate gambler, but uh, you know, he goes, "You want to bet on the game tonight?" And I said, "Well, well, what are you, what, what are you thinking?" And he goes, I'll, "He goes, take the Suns straight up." And I said, I, "I can't take the Suns straight up." I said, "Give me the Suns, give me the Suns with ten points." 
give me the Suns with 10. And he goes, no, absolutely not. I go, all right, give me Suns 8. And he goes, no. And I said, look, this is it. You need to give me Suns 6. And he goes, I'll give you Suns 4, which is what they are. And I said, no, I, I, I can't. I could see Milwaukee winning by, by 5 or 6. I was like, so give me, give, me, give me Suns 6. And he wouldn't do it. So I was like, all right, whatever. I was like, fine. Um, so as we're leaving work so that he can – so because he's a, a degenerate – he, he needed to get action on today's game. And he goes, all right, I'll give you Suns t- with 10. I'll give you Suns with 10. But if you win, you only get 20. If I win, I get 40. I said, so you're going to give me Suns with 10 points? And he said, yeah. I said, done. I was like, yeah. Yeah, easy, to, easy 20. Yeah, I was like, yeah, why would I not take this bet? Absolutely, absolutely I'll take it uh, all day. So right now, um, you know, for those – I think people who listen to our show know how gambling works. So basically the bet, for those who don't, uh, if the Suns lose by less than ten, so if they lose by nine or less, I, I win. I, I win. Uh, I win twenty bucks. If they win outright, I win twenty. As long as they don't lose by eleven, I'm good. I'm good. So uh, that's pretty good. Bro. Yeah, I feel like I I host the game. Really and also, bet. I go to the kid as well. Now you guys will like him. He's a Dolphin fan, so you might not agree with this bet. Um, but he thinks the Dolphins are going to finish with a better record than the Browns. And so he's like, "I'll give me take fifty that the Dolphins will end with." I agree. And I said, "They are." I said, "Look, there's there's 17 games in the season." I was like, "I'm not betting 50 on a 17 game season." I was like, "Make it interesting for 17 games, 200 bucks." And he took it. And so this this uh, Xavier Howard news that's been circulating for a while uh, makes my bet feel even better. Uh, Not for Dolphin fans, but for me, I feel pretty good about it. So, uh, and we'll get back to the finals. It's just the first uh, quarter, so we'll get back into that a little bit later. And it's still 18-14. Yeah, nobody <laughs> scored for the last three minutes. Giannis <laughs> uh, missed two free throws, and then he airballed a three-pointer. Uh, it's a two-point game now, Giannis. Uh, what is Devin Booker doing? He's not. He's, God, Devin Booker's not been playing well the last two games. Uh, he just missed a shot. Giannis dunks. Booker up oh, and now Giannis misses a shot. Fantastic. Um, so if, if and this is what I'm excited about. Football is is almost here and, and we're getting ready to get into camps. Um, Thank God. We talked about this. Uh, so obviously we have a text uh, exchange between all three of us. And, we, you know, we talk daily. Um, if you go back and listen to the show way back at, at the end of the football season, we, we were talking about. Um, Aaron Rodgers, when, when he said that he wasn't going to come back, he has no intention to play for Green Bay. And, you know, the speculation started flying of where he's going to get traded. And we, you know, we played the game with everybody where we were like, oh, yeah, I could see him going here. This would be a good fit. But on the show, we, we reiterated multiple times, all three of us, that he's not going anywhere. You're not trading the MVP. If the MVP wants to get traded while he's on their contract, then guess what he's going to do? He's going to sit and he's not going to play anywhere. And I had this conversation about Xavier Howard and the Dolphins with somebody today where if I'm Miami, I don't trade Xavier Howard. I, I don't. I, 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 would, I would not trade him. Miami just paid him, right? So he's the, we, we talked about this. He's the fifth highest yes. paid uh, defensive back in the league. Yes. And granted, he's coming off an amazing season. I mean, 10 interceptions is unreal, mm-hmm. you know, uh, but if I'm Miami and you have a legitimate shot at making the playoffs 
and and possibly doing something in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I'm saying, hey man, you, you're you're signed. You don't want to play, then you're not going to play. You're going to pay us back our money because that's in their contract. You're going to get penalized for not playing. But we're not trading you. You're you're too good. You should have been defensive player of the year over Aaron Donald Donaldson last year. But yep. I'm I'm not trading him now. Miami could is in is in a better situation than Green Bay. Miami has two first round picks over the next year because of what they did with San Francisco, where San Francisco went out and they got their their future quarterback. And and the sad part is is with what's going on with Richard Sherman today, with the domestic abuse and burglary charge, he's going to get cut. Right, the, the Niners are cutting him. He's he's done. He he's not playing football again. So. Xavier Howard would be a perfect fit in San Francisco, but the Dolphins already have their 2022 and 2023 pick from the Niners. So what are the Niners going to do? Get Miami their 2024 and 2025? Yeah. They, they don't have it, you know. So uh, it, it, it'd be like a Ricky Williams New Orleans Saints deal, where the Niners the, and the Niners aren't going to do that. They watch teams like the Vikings. Not have first round picks. I mean, look at the Seahawks. The Seahawks can't build rebuild their damn team because they have no picks. So I don't think the 49ers are going to do that. They're already two years out. They they sacrificed the next two years to get their quarterback, and I think they got the right quarterback. So Xavier Howard would have been a great fit there. We talked about the other teams that have two first round picks next year with the the Giants. I don't see the Giants making a move for Xavier Howard. I don't see the Jets spending. I mean, I could see the Jets, but the Dolphins aren't trading Xavier Howard in division. He's not going to go there. So that only leaves the Eagles. So my Miami gets a first round pick back that they gave up for for uh, that they gave up for Jalen Waddle. Like I don't, like I don't, I don't, I don't see where somebody's going to invest. Not only because remember he's he's asking for money, so you're going to have to pay him. You're going to have to redo his contract. And, Corey, you were the one who said that he's worth two first-round picks. And I think a defensive back who can get 10 interceptions in, in a year is, is deserving of two first-round picks. Yeah, and I, I, hope I so. mean, I, I go right back to Jamal Adams. Um, the Jets traded two first-round picks for him. And he he was nowhere near all those picks. He was just a you know, big presence in the secondary. But I think he can command two, two first-round picks. No one's getting... Uh, north of six interceptions a year. True. But who is out there that could give us two picks? I mean, there's a lot of teams. The the Lions were one of them we talked about. And yeah. the Lions, I mean, if you're Miami and he, he wants to get paid and it seems like he, he's more worried about getting money than he is about winning, mm-hmm. so that's the Lions. He'll sit, he'll yeah. sit you know, he could sit there and call Matthew Stafford as Matthew Stafford laughs at him from from L.A. Uh, you know, uh, he can call his his boy Adamic and Sue and ask him how terrible it is because right now that's the only fit that makes sense. I mean, Dan Campbell knows him. Uh, yeah. They have the ability to go get him. The the Lions are going to be picking early in the draft every year because they're they're deplorable, um, and and the Lions earn themselves a first round pick. So the Lions, in theory can make this trade for Xavier. They could give Miami a, a 2022 first rounder and they can give Miami a 2023 first rounder, which means the Dolphins, by giving up Xavier Howard, would have 
three first round picks in <laughs> in next year's draft and three first round picks in 2023. So they had three this year. They'll have three next year if this in hypothetical trade with the Lions goes through. So three this year, three next year, three the following year. If Xavier Howard goes to Detroit and Detroit can afford it because Detroit, Detroit could, uh, uh, could, could make that uh, move. Uh, I got, I got a, uh, you know, a, a good friend of our, of the show and a, 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 a Niners fan, uh, Danny, he said that uh, the Browns should trade for Xavier Howard. And the rumor was last season uh, that the Browns w- were very interested and um, and Xavier Howard, um, and I think that last year, if the, if the Dolphins would have made the move and and made that trade, I think the Browns would have gone into it. But with the Browns uh, pretty much taking everybody from the uh, Rams uh, defensive backs backfield, I don't think I don't think the Browns are in on that. Yeah, and I and I think the Dolphins would stay away from the AFC uh, as a partner. Um, you know, just just so we wouldn't have to face. Um, you know, it, this would hinder any chance. You know, through we're trying to get through the playoffs, we're trying to get to the playoffs and get through the playoffs, so we wouldn't have to want to face him uh, at any point in that journey. So, That's I think we'll try to negotiate with an NFC team, if anything. He, like here's said, my we question. might not trade him. Yeah, I, I wouldn't. If I'm a, if I'm the Dolphins, I'm saying, look, man, you got paid. You're. It, what you did last year is absolutely deserving of more money, but you know, do it again this season. Have another great year, and we'll we'll restructure and we'll pay you more. We'll we'll, yeah. that, we'll, we'll do that. Exactly, exactly what I said to Chris before we got on the air. If you yeah. do it again, if you get seven, because we don't, you, you can't expect ten again, right? But if you get seven or more, we can revisit. Then it's like okay, that's that's some. Um, that's some stuff no one's ever done before. Yeah. So yeah, we can revisit. But one year, one fluke year. Like, like let's go That's back to the previous year. Before you can't, you can't call it a fluke year because what? he's been he's been fantastic. Yeah, but I'm but saying he missed a year. He's the best player on the team. He, look, let's let's go back to the year before he got to the, the the year that no, that he no, we signed him to the. Let, let's go to the year we signed him to the biggest cornerback contract. He got like four that year, so which is still we good. Didn't, we it's didn't still good. That's still yeah, good. it's still good. It's, it's still good, but we didn't approach him and say, you... you know what? We kind of uh, want some of that money back. We but are you didn't basing... do what we thought. You are you basing mm-hmm. everything off of off of just picks because he's he is? Not... Well, he's also unbelievably <laughs> great at shutting down his side of the field. Like he's unbelievable at that. He Except is. when you guys play the Bills. Last game of the season. Ain't that, ain't that so good. I mean, he is. He's he's everything. He's everything that's cracked up to be. But we rewarded him for that before he did it. <laughs> so in good faith, yeah. now he's showing us he can do what we paid him for. It should be square. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. You don't you don't come and say, hey, hey, uh, thanks for all the money, but I'm I'm out playing that now after one year. Um, I need more. Well, I told like, you. Corey like, said, yeah. like Corey said, if he goes and has two picks, can the Dolphins go back and say, okay, but, uh, let's have my, our money back. But, okay, let's say he has two interceptions. All right, he has two interceptions. But 
the receivers on his side of the field, when he goes one-on-one, they, they have a completion rate of like 12%. You still have to pay him. That's unbelievable. He's not, he's not turning the ball over, but he's not allowing anybody to catch it on his side. You know, I, I, th- that's what Xavier Howard does. Like, I was all for him joining the Cleveland Browns. All, all for it. I wanted him until, until we ended up making some moves and drafting and, and, and having a really nice backfield. I, I really wanted Xavier Howard because he's that good of a player. And he, a lot of teams are going to want him. And they're going to come to the Dolphins with with offers, but I I think uh, he, he's a he's a uh, t- he's two first rounders, you know. And I feel I feel bad for the Niners because to be in this situation where he he fits so perfectly into the San Francisco defense, perfect. He's good in Miami. He fits better in San Francisco. Um, but he's I don't from know about Houston. That. Mm-hmm. No, he doesn't. Nobody fits well in Houston. But he is from Houston. He might want to go back there. To, to do what? To lose? He's not going to get paid. I don't know if, if they pay him. I don't know if he fits. I don't know if he fits better in San Francisco. I think he fits fantastic. I think this is the perfect defense for him. Uh, he's not getting. He's not getting these picks anywhere else. Like at Corey, that rate, it's they're, because they're, of the type of system we have. But Corey, Dude. the pass rush that comes out of San Francisco with Bosa healthy next year, and and quarterbacks in the West going to have to get rid of the ball. And, and let's let's look at the NFC. The NFC West has guys that try to throw, throw the ball over the place. Russell Wilson was horrible at, at throwing the ball late in the year, right? So now you have Matt Stafford, who's a, who's a gunner. He, he's going to gun the ball. And then Kyler Murray is one of the most reckless quarterbacks with the football I've ever seen. So uh, you, you add that with the pass rush that the 49ers have, I, I think he he'll feast if he was in San Francisco. But most teams don't play man like we do. I don't. I think San Francisco plays a, some type of zone, some type of cover three. That's that doesn't fit his strength. You, you don't think Kyle Shanahan would adjust? I mean, to change a whole defense for one player, I don't know. I mean, that, 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 that might that that might affect. They did lose their defense coordinator. That's true. That but that changing a defense, a whole defense, that might affect. The other players where their strength is cover three. Then what what about them? Do they have 10 interceptions in one season? No, they didn't. <laughs> Fuck them. Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to have Bosa, to have to have uh, Nick's Nick's on the night or, or Joey. That's Nick. Nick, yeah. So Nick. Uh, Nick, Nick, Nick Nick would still feast, man. Uh, so Broit, the uh, Niners fan, said that uh, Howard would have 13 if he was in San Francisco. <laughs> okay. Okay. So. Right. No, man, the, <laughs> the Niners have a beautiful defense, man. I'm not saying Miami's defense is bad, but San Francisco's defense is is stout, man. That is uh, when healthy. Miami's better, much better. Stop it, Chris. Miami's defense is much better. San Francisco's defense is healthy last year. They're in the playoffs. They're in, they're in the playoffs. Miami that defense is a, is a is a nightmare. Come on, I I would all all, all, mm-hmm. all I'm saying is this defense fits him. We haven't seen him in any other defense. He should stick with what's got him to this point. I mean, because you don't know the grass isn't always greener on the other side. We've seen plenty of cornerbacks leave us a, a well, system grass- or a team and well, falter. I, I have to dis- with, disagree with you. I mean, the grass in San Francisco is very much greener <laughs> and very much more potent 
in San Francisco than it is in Miami. Now, the That's snow the- in Miami is a lot more pure than, than the snow in San Francisco, <laughs> but the grass is absolutely greener in San Francisco. <laughs> Wait a minute. You're talking about something else. <laughs> But it's just it's you don't you don't know the opportunity. There there's plenty no, of course. plenty of defensive backs and I can't, in, uh, I, the scenery I can't, and I can't really talk about the coaching either because I, I feel like both teams have fantastic coaches. Like uh, Kyle Shanahan or is a much better defensive coordinator, the, the coach. Kyle no, stop you're you're discrediting Kyle Shanahan. He's a very talented coach. Yeah, very at good. offense and he's okay. I mean I mean he blew the Super Bowl, but whatever. Yeah, and, 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 Flores is a better defensive coach. That's I don't think that's okay. But they're but my point is they're both talented coaches. So I think when you look at the two coaches, they're 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 amazing. I I, I, I think, think Flores is better. Of course, mm. you're gonna think Flores is better. You're a Dolphins fan. Kyle Shanahan did go to the Super Bowl. Kyle Shanahan also made Brian Hoyer look amazing. <laughs> so I mean, I I I'm, I'm gonna side with him because he made the Browns pretty damn good. Uh, but look, I, to, to circle back and in, in theory, if, if Miami's not going to get their two first round picks uh, for Xavier Howard, just tell them tough. You're, <laughs> you're going to sit, and that's just what's going to happen. I'm not going to. We're not going to move you. You can whine, you can cry, you can make things difficult. But in in the long run, Miami holds uh, the Dolphins hold his future. And if he's like, well, I'm not going to play, then fine. Miami. Puts him on the non the the, the non compete list. Next year for now. Yeah, they put him down on the non compete list, and and you go and you pick up somebody off the practice squad, or you or you go out and you sign somebody. And his contract, I mean, you got to pay part of it because it's not like hockey where a guy can not play the regular season. And you don't have to worry about his contract. Uh, but you know, it, it is what it is. It sucks for the Dolphins that they'll have to pay him, but at least you'll be able to call somebody up and put him on the roster and then he sits and then he loses value because the older he gets the let you know the the, the less he's going to be worth but then we might lose him next year for nothing okay th- look you're going to trade him for a third you're going to trade him for a second you're not gonna it, it's not that doesn't make any sense he's a for he, he, nothing either you got to take that risk you have to it's just a it's just a disappointing situation because um, he's setting a new precedent. No one's really done this, where they get signed the richest contract in their position and in history, and then a year after the extension starts, they're back at the table. No one's doing He has four years left on his contract. No one's asking to renegotiate because they had a, a big year. Did, did Ricky Williams ask for a new contract no. after he ran for 1,800 yards for us? No, uh, I do like this I, this idea. I like this idea a lot. Uh, you trade Xavier Howard to the Texans for uh, so the Texans get Deshaun Watson, right? So you trade Howard for Watson uh, and maybe a second, and then you take Tua and you flip Tua for more picks. I like that. <laughs> Uh, I think I think Houston has our number on call block. Uh, <laughs> they're not they're not trying to get fleeced again. Okay, they've they've been in the media the past year for the uh, Tunzel trade uh, you, on how crazy they were to to execute that. Could you so imagine? I, I think 
Could you imagine Miami pulls this off? They trade Xavier Howard to Houston for, for Deshaun and a first rounder. And a first then they take Tua. They send Tua to, I don't know, New Orleans. And New Orleans gives up a first and a third for Tua. And now Miami is just sitting pretty with their two first round picks from, from the Texans. I'm sorry, from the 49ers. And then they got a first round pick from New Orleans. And then they got a second round pick from Houston. And now Houston's stuck with his bloated contract from Xavier <laughs> Howard when they really need everything. I mean, they, they would have to make a statue of Chris Greer outside of uh, <laughs> Dolphin State. That, that would be <laughs> unbelievable. If that, if that happened, if Miami was some way to pull off the fleecing. And, because uh, that, that would mean we would have four first round picks. Next season, <laughs> yeah, you, you would have four. It would be amazing. It'd be insane. Um, but like I said, I, I, you know, unless somebody's coming with two first, you sit on, you take the risk uh, of Howard just walking because a year away from NFL com- competition, especially it's, it's not just a year away. It's, it's a year away from the league in its first 17 game season. So he's missing out on that first year of getting accustomed to what life is like in a 17 game season. And then coming in again after everybody else in the league has had the experience of 17 games. Because that's going to be taxing, man. I, I'm a little worried about this because uh, it's, it's there's still only one uh, bye week, right? They, they didn't adapt the second yeah, one. Bye week. Yeah, that's that's yeah, nuts. That, that's that's crazy. I, I mean, the NFL and these owners are nuts. Like, it, it, I, I don't know how you do it. I, I understand it was to get more international games in here, but I think this is crazy. I think it's crazy. I think it's and then the Dolphins opted out to not have their bye week this season after after their uh, their game in London. Like that's nuts. The Dolphins are crazy, bro. Brian Flores is a nut job. Somebody's gonna get hurt. Maybe it'll be two. I mean, whoa, uh, relax. Um, I mean they are they are shortening you know the preseason the three games. by one game. Unless yeah. you're the unless so. you're unless you're the Cowboys, you got four. It's Cowboys and Packers, right? Uh, they have four. Oh, what the Hall of Fame game? They yeah. still doing the Hall of Fame game? Yeah, it's a uh, Packer. Well, yeah. It's it's yeah, it's, it's Green. Fun. It's um, Dallas and somebody else. I can't remember who Dallas is playing. Maybe Dallas and Pittsburgh. Yeah. I hope it's. Pittsburgh. I, so I think what I, I don't know how they're going to do it because you usually the in the preseason the dress rehearsal game is the third game. Will they do that on the second game now, or they just won't have a dress rehearsal game? I don't. I don't think to they're save their bodies. Yeah, I don't think there's going to be yeah. a, a dress rehearsal. Like, some stars have flat out said, "I don't even need training camp. This is stupid." Who? Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Brett Favre used to say it all the time. I, and and I, think, I, I, I think they're uh, quarterbacks. Not, yeah. Quarterbacks just need to learn the playbook and learn rhythm. That's it. Like that's it. They're, they're, it's a rhythm thing with them. That's all. I, I, I think they all need training camp. They don't. They don't all necessarily need a preseason camp. Yeah, yeah they need. They need the two weeks. They need the three, four weeks of training camp, though, for sure. In my opinion, I agree. You can't. Agree. You can't just walk in to a new team like week one. You missed all the training camp. The quarterback comes in, and your timing will be all all out of whack. Yeah, I I agree. I agree. Um, unless you're Aaron Rodgers, then you can miss whatever you want to miss, and then you're you're good. Because he's just he's just that damn good. Uh, he's good. So that, 
that's that's what's interesting about uh the Xavier Howard situation and uh I I think when you lose a player like that it does affect your team like he's he's worth what a win maybe just one at least yeah, yeah. so maybe uh, even three no stop that he's not three wins <laughs> he's not three wins you're out of your mind you're out of your mind uh, but it's just I just don't think it's going to end well. Even if he returns to the team, he's going to get some side eyes. Like, like if yo. I'm Xavier Howard, go side eyes your mother. Like, I'm I'm a ten interception player. Yeah, yeah, really? but uh, he needs someone optimistic in his ear because, and I'm as I was speaking to Chris before the show started. Um, you know, he fired his agent, and it was probably I'm purely speculating here, but it was probably because his agent said, "Hey." He got signed the richest contract two years ago. Like, relax. <laughs> like, how am, I supposed, how am I supposed to go to the table with these guys and explain why we need more money? <laughs> right. And he fired him. So now, now this new agent, who's probably thinking the same thing, but has to put on a, <laughs> put on an act like, hey, I, I have to bang the table for more money or else he's going to fire me too. Of course. Mm-hmm. Of course, yeah. So it's an uncomfortable situation for everybody. Yeah, no, I I agree with you, but but look, I, I get Xavier Howard's point, like, and I get when Godshaw came into my store and told me that, uh, you know, if he was Xavier Howard, he would do the same thing because ten interceptions is just an amazing feat. It's 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 unreal, and it does it deserves to get rewarded. The problem is, is that if if he didn't sign the contract the year before, he's He's rewarded big time, handsomely. He's the, he's the number one paid guy. Uh, the, the problem is, is he did. And, and, and I think Brian Flores being the, the coach that he is, um, is going to say, hey, you know, uh, give me something close to reparable of last year. Not obviously 10 interceptions, but maybe six, you know, five. You know, those are really nice numbers. Give me something like that that knows – our investment is secure for the next couple of years. And yeah, man, we'll, we'll restructure and we'll get you paid. We'll make you the highest paid corner because we can restructure, but we're not doing it this season. We're not because you have to see what but, you're going to have with Tua. But Omar Kelly said it's not even about money, it's about respect. Which I don't even understand. Um, I feel the Dolphins respect him. We paid him in good faith. How much, how much more respect can you show? We, nah. you, you played you played four to six games and we made you the richest cornerback in history. Yeah, I, I don't. Omar Kelly is maybe one of the worst writers I've ever seen uh, <laughs> write about sports. I asked I asked Godshaw about Omar Kelly, and I was like, "What do you uh, What do you think of Omar Kelly?" And he goes, "A lot of players want to kick his ass." Uh, <laughs> he's like, he just he talks so much shit, and he's ter- like, "Listen, man, kudos to Omar." for for being a writer for so long like I, th- there's guys that i don't understand that got that that got fired um from from writing for the papers and omar still has a job like i think of like guys like mike berardino who wrote who's one of the best baseball writers if if if, if you can find anything from mike berardino on baseball w- watch this guy write man he's unreal he's he's one of the best baseball writers then you have um you know I, I, Ethan Solnick, who who runs Five Reasons Sports, was a great writer. 
uh, as well. He he wrote for everybody, the Palm Beach Post, he, uh, you know, uh, the the Sentinel, the Herald. Uh, Andrew a- Andrew Abramson is probably one of the best dolphin coverages I- I've ever r- read. Like, would you ever read his stuff from the Palm Beach Post? Guy mm-hmm. guy covered the Dolphins fantastically, whimsical. Wrote wrote some of the best articles on the Dolphins, very in depth, uh, to the point. You know, he he would he would tell you like where they messed up. Like he would be like, oh, you know, the left tackle was weak all game and, you know, the blitz was coming on the, on the strong side and they couldn't stop it. And then you'll have Omar Kelly. Ryan Tannehill need to throw the ball farther. <laughs> what? <laughs> Ryan Tannehill needs to complete the ball more. <laughs> what? Okay. Oh, I get it. Ryan Tannehill need to not take sacks. Omar <laughs> Kelly's not liked in the Cuban community because he went to Cuba – yeah. And he came back, and on air, he said that there's nothing wrong with Cuba. Cuba is... Christ. Meanwhile, what's going on over there? <laughs> there's nothing and, wrong. And I'm like, are you seeing what's going on, dude? I just... He, he's got to be doing this for clickbait, right? Like, like I would hope that he's a better writer than this. Like, to have the career that he's had where he's gotten to cover the Dolphins for so long, I would hope that he was better. But, man, every year, it's the same nonsense with him. Oh, Tua needs to show us something by throwing more touchdowns. Well, yeah, every quarterback needs to do that. Every quarterback needs to throw more touchdowns. Like that's, that's how you win games. Like what? I don't understand. Miami needs a stronger run game. Yeah, they were horrible last year. Of course, they need a stronger run game. Give us why. Like tell us why. Like what the hell are you talking about? Like Shando Richardson was one of the best writers down here for the Heat. It gives you in depth of like what the team needs to do or what's up with the salary cap or what goes on here. Like Omar Kelly is just terrible at it. He's he's the. Uh, He's the Ben Simmons of uh, of covering the <laughs> Dolphins. <laughs> terrible. Oh, man, I, I mean, he, the only thing I don't like is you know he plays both sides of the fence a lot. But um, only I, when I, he gets confronted. Only when he gets confronted by a player. Only when a player confronts him, he'll play both but sides. He, but I see him a lot in documentaries and stuff, so he must be making the right it's people unreal. happy. It's unbelievable that he's – I mean, think about this. Do you think Ryan Tannehill is probably in Tennessee and he's got a picture of Omar Kelly and every time he wins a game, he just writes, fuck Omar? <laughs> well, Ryan Tannehill doesn't curse, so he might say something true. else. It's true. He probably shoots his gun at him. Like, it's, cra- it's, it's crazy, man. Like, this, this, like, you want to talk about South Florida bias, man. This is the problem with South Florida. We get rid of so many good writers, so many good writers. And I understand that that the newspaper is is a dying breed. Like 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 Perk when when Perk was down here writing, again, great heat coverage, great great dolphin coverage. Um, Chris Perkins was great. He was unbelievable at his job. And what they fired him. You know? Huh? I I know he was with the Athletic, but I don't know what he's doing now. I know I know he's writing for other stuff. And once again, I know I know the newspaper is a dying breed, and podcasting is it now. Like if you're if you were a writer like this, you have to do this. Like you have to podcast because that's, that's, that's the future. Like people want to hear and people want to watch. They don't want to read anymore because you know, then you have to learn vocabulary and you have to sound out words and, and those letters, letters can be very tricky. And and then there's, you know, punctuation and you would have to interpret (laughs) punctuation. So reading's tough. Um, But it's it, it, it's baffling to me that, that that that's the guy Miami holds on to is 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 uh is is Omar Kelly who's just I I I don't understand it he's bad and uh, 
I can't. He's awful. I, like, I do want to read his stuff about Xavier Howard. Like, I want, I want to know, like, his thought process. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do hope he's wrong about the whole Howard take, but that is not about money. What, what else would it be about? If he's being disrespected, it's disrespected because of the money, right? Like, what? how would they disrespect yeah. him in any other way? He's the starter. He's the clear face of the defense. Brian Flores has said how great he is. Everybody else has talked about how great Xavier Howard is. So the only way he's being disrespected is because of the money. Like, what is the other way he's disrespected? Did they give away his number? Did they give away his locker? Did they tell him when he travels he has to sit in the back of the plane by himself? Like, I'm not – I'm so confused. I'm like, outside of the money, where is he disrespected? Like, that's the only thing the, I, I can't understand. The, the only thing I can think of, is, and I think I mentioned this two shows ago, um, he probably feels disrespected because Byron Jones makes more than him. But it's yeah. money! Then it's money! Like, yeah, yeah. Then it's all about money. That's the disrespect. It, yeah. Like, what is, yeah, what is Omar talking about? Like, it's not money. It's obviously money. <laughs> it, it can only be money, yes. <laughs> it's not about money. It's about respect. Like, respect what? Like, like yeah. it, it is money. And, and, and Howard has, Xavier Howard has to understand. I don't care if we sign him, we, we renegotiate, make him the highest paid corner again. The next corner who gets signed is going to make more than. No, him. here's the thing. You ready for and this? Gonna... Greedy Williams' contract's coming up for Cleveland. He's going to get paid. And he might get paid yeah. the highest. And, and, and Xavier Howard is better than Greedy Williams, but Greedy Williams is fantastic. But that's that's why Howard has to understand the market. If you get paid the highest, everyone coming behind you is going to aim for that. They're going to ask for that. They're going to ask their agent to negotiate to make higher than the highest paid player. That's how it works. You can't keep coming back to the table saying, oh, I want to be the highest paid. Like, we, you can't reset the market every year. So, Miles Garrett, My, Garrett, I, I I would say, is one of the best. And I, I'm going to do this just because I'm a Browns fan, but I, I – I, I've said this on the show. I think Miles Garrett is the best defensive end in the league. He got paid two last year like he was. Then somebody else just got paid this season more than Miles Garrett. Could you imagine if Miles Garrett came back to Cleveland and goes, Well, I'm not paying because I'm not the highest paid, but my numbers state that I should be. Like it's right, right. Great. It, it makes no sense. You can't keep resetting the market. Like Cleveland might come back and go, Hey, we'll restructure. Well, after after the season, we we have pieces we need to bring in. We we did your contract with the expectation of building for a championship, and and then like once once we see where our pieces fall, because look, you got to see how Tua is. You have to see how Jalen Waddle is. You have to see how uh, uh, the wide the wide receiver they got from the Texans. Um, Fuller. Will, Will Fuller. You have Fuller. to see how he fits in. You have to see if Devontae Parker stays healthy. You have to see others. If, if, if Miles Gaskin was just a flash in the plan, and how he plays with with, with Brown, uh, you know you got Mike Gesicki. He's coming up. You're gonna have to pay Gesicki after this year. Is Gesicki gonna be the guy to stay in Miami? You just drafted that new tight end from Boston College this year. The offensive line. How's the offensive line as they move into their second and third season? How do they hold up? Miami has so many question marks that Xavier Howard, who they just resigned for four years. It can't be one of them. Like you signed him because he can't be this problem. Aaron, right? 
Neil Driscoll said that the Browns are going to trade for for Howard. No, they're not. Who? who what, what are we going to give you, Odell? I, I mean, Cleveland could afford eight. Exactly. Cleveland could afford a first-round pick. They, they absolutely could. I mean, there's not much that Cleveland needs. Um, so the Browns could afford a first-rounder, but they're not. We don't, we don't want your low first-rounder. For two first-round. Cleveland will give two first-round picks. No, for, for, no for they're not. Cleveland's not going to give up two firsts. They're, they're not. They're, they're not going to. And they, they'll be in the high 20s, though. I wouldn't want that. For the next two seasons. And around two. No, they're not going to give up. And around two. Yeah, two first and a, and a second. Who said this? Neil Driscoll. Who's he? What is he? Why does he matter? <laughs> what 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 does his word matter? Like what does he not? Did he not see what? Hey, the, I, what I, the I think he has a. I think he has a blue check. Does he really? He's, who verified he that asshole? Like, that guy should get his check mark revoked just for that stupid um, comment. He is a lead NFL draft analysis. So. Draft analysis. So why is he talking about trades? I don't know. <laughs> oh, God. There's no Xavier Howard isn't a isn't isn't coming out of college. Like what is he talking about? Neil Driscoll saying that Omar Kelly alluded to him that money isn't going to solve the problem. Um, it's all about respect. And what no respect? One- what did the Miami do to him? Like, why well, don't understand? Miami has done nothing wrong to him. That's nothing. Uh, it is all about money. Why do people keep saying it's nothing about money? It's a hundred percent about money. I, I, I don't, man. Some people must. Some family must be in his ear, like, yo, yo, bro. They're not respecting you, bro. With that, you know what I'm saying? How they treat you or whatnot? And then he's just running with it, like, oh. Oh, I'm not being respected out here. Like what? <laughs> like, oh my God! The teams don't give people the highest paid contract after you play five or six games in a season. Yeah, people don't do that. Especially when before, <laughs> you know, before uh, he signed that big contract, he had never had over four interceptions in yeah. a season. Listen. So, this, hello, this, like this that's is like full cool. respect. This is why Cleveland's not trading for, for Xavier Howard. They signed Troy Hill from the Rams this season. Remember Troy Hill? The longest interception return last season, right? So no. they're not, they're not, they picked him up in free agency, right? Then you have um, – uh, uh, let me see what else we got in corner. This is not ideal um, – by the NFL Network uh, for, for doing this. All right, so there's this guy, MJ Stewart Jr. The Browns played him a lot last year. He's not, I mean, he's not he's not anything Xavier Howard, but he played. So he's not going, you know, he's one of our guys. Denzel Ward, once again, we just talked about it. Denzel Ward is awesome. Like, so you have Ward. Then Greedy Williams, who they drafted two years ago. Uh, so the, those are your starters, is Ward and, and Williams uh, and Troy Hill. And then they, the guy they literally just drafted this year, Greg Newsom, uh, the, the, the second. So for some reason, he's still unsigned. I don't know why, but he'll be there. So you have your starters. Cleveland's not trading for Xavier Howard. Like, where's he, where's he go? There's, there's nowhere for him. Now, Neil, no, just saying that the Browns no. and the Saints are the number one. He's not coming. To, if Cle- Listen. I know he's Cleveland, probably a Browns fan. Maybe yeah. maybe Driscoll's a Browns fan. Listen, I know Cleveland has a ton of money, 
like Cleveland has a lot of money. They could afford Xavier Howard. Why would they forfeit two first round picks for the next two seasons? Because we're going to have to resign guys. We got to, we have the number one offensive line. We like, like why blow the money on Xavier Howard? Like he's, he, I, I, I just don't see it. Like, I, I don't see it. The only way it happens is if, if, if we offload Odell. Because you're not, you're not going to onboard that contract. You're, you're not. And, and we Odell, have, like, nine receivers. So. And everybody says happen. Odell looks amazing. Cleveland needs a receiver. Like, like no offense to Baker. And, and I know our defensive backfield was bad last year. But Grant Delpit, this is, like, his rookie season. Um, you have Greg Newsom, the Who's, who's it's his rookie season uh you know I, I just i don't see it man i i really i don't see it like the the browns backfield with greedy with denzel with um uh who else do we have back uh with stewart um you, you know um you know red wine plays nickel there uh you know uh we just we signed javante moffett uh like the, the Browns, the Browns secondary uh, is is they they revamped it. We, we, we signed Joe Johnson the third, so there's safeties that, that the Browns are gonna play at at corner. You know, yeah, you, you don't need any more secondary. Yeah, they're so true. stacked. So what this guy is writing, I have uh, Ronnie Harrison Jr. still there. You know, I I just don't see it, man. There's so there's so much that the Browns have defensively. I, maybe the Saints. I can understand the Saints, but why are the Saints going to move the future? The Saints. I, I, I don't see the Browns, though, man. As a Browns fan, and like I said, last season, I would have clamored for Xavier Howard. We made moves. We signed guys. Yes. Are they, are, are they better than Xavier Howard? No, they're not. But th- th- this is the problem with these writers, man. They just write shit, and it makes no sense. It makes no sense. It made sense last year. You know, if, if this happened prior if this happened prior to um, to to the Browns offseason, to prior to the Browns draft, maybe, maybe I could see it because Cleveland has a ton of cap space, but there's too much coming up. We have to sign Zeller. We have to re-sign Baker. Baker's going to take a lot of money. Nick Chubb's coming up. Greedy's coming up. Like, there's just too much. The Browns need to conserve money for next offseason. First-round draft picks. Yeah, and, and, and Nick Chubb's – arguably one of the best running backs in the league and, and Zeller's an amazing lineman. So Cleveland needs to, to keep their resources for next season. And like I said, the only way this happens, maybe Xavier Howard happens is if, if, if they offload uh, Odell and I don't see that happening because everybody's talking about how great Odell looks. So I, I just don't see it. Uh, Saints. Maybe I, I, I still don't think that the saints make sense. There was two teams I sent to you guys. That make a lot of sense to me. Lions. No, no, I don't think the Lions make sense. I think Arizona, the Cardinals make a ton of sense. Yeah. I, I think I think that they're they're in it to win it, and they need to spend now to, to get there. I, I think the Cardinals look good, and um, I, look, he's not going to the Bills. The Bills would love to have him. He's not going there. He's not going anywhere in the the uh, the AFC East. But I think Tennessee. I think Tennessee and and uh, the Cardinals are, are the two best destinations for him. But what do they have to give? They're going to have to give up two first round picks, and those are teams that you know they're they're going to have to. Uh, Tennessee 
needs to go now because who knows how much time Derrick Henry has left. They just signed Julio Jones. So Tennessee is clearly in win-now mode. Like that, that team with their age, Tennessee doesn't have much time left. Uh, they, they need to go now. And I think Xavier Howard helps that. Uh, they just uh, – the, Bud Dupree just signed in, in, uh, in Tennessee too, right? He, he went to Tennessee, Dupree, right? So the, they, they're, they're, they're there to win now. Like t- t- Vabral and, and Tennessee need to win now. They, they better win the AFC South because that's a weak division. Very uh, weak. And, and you don't know what Carson Wentz is. So I think Xavier Howard does a lot of good for the uh, for for Tennessee. I think I think that's a very nice place for him to go. And then Arizona is obviously spending to win. So I think the Cardinals and I think the Titans are the two best destinations for him. I think they're the teams that are desperate. I think maybe maybe the the, the Ravens maybe because the, who knows what they got left with with their their core. So there's your three teams uh, that I think fit the need for Xavier Howard would be uh, the Cardinals, Tennessee. Tennessee's probably the best fit, and, and then the Ravens. But the problem is, is the money he wants. Yeah, yeah. Any team that trades for him is going to have to give him a new contract. Not but any, it, it's it not just, just the contract. It's the it's it's the picks. Yeah, and, and I mean, just speaking as a Dolphin fan, it, it just really disappoints me because this regime in my opinion, is doing it right. right. We had complaints before with other regimes like, oh, we let our players get away, blah, blah, blah. We did it right, signed, re-signed them early. Uh, and now it's now it's still biting us. Like we can't <laughs> we can't get anything right. Like we we're we're trying to do things the right way. Sign our own players. We signed Baker. Uh, we re-signed Baker. We re-signed Jason Sanders. We uh Resigned a we couple re-signed of. Resigned our kicker. We're doing it right. I mean, he's the best. He's one of the best kickers in the league. Uh, you know, we we resigned a, a few players uh, of our own and uh, Parker, uh, just to name a few. And we're doing it the right way. We're not letting people get away. And it still seems to not work. Now, now we have this guy uh, complaining about being the fifth highest paid position player like it's it's just crazy it's baffling to me in the sense of he doesn't fit the cost of him not just what miami's gonna ask for because miami's you you could do the well he's gonna walk on you guys next season fine man let him go let him it's not a guarantee he's going to your team when when he's a free agent he's gonna go wherever the hell he wants to go and he's gonna miss out on that, that 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 set that first 17 game season. I think this season is so important for players to get through to see what it's like that. Cause that extra game late in the year, man, with only one bye week is going to, there's going to be some hurt players. Like there's it, it, management player management is going to be huge this season. Huge. And it's funny. You mentioned that too. That, that reminds me, this is the first season in his career that he's played all 16 games. Yeah. Like and you're and you're just asking for everything now. Like you you did some you did things you never did before. Oh, I played a full season. I, I got ten picks. Like hey, yeah. uh, you, Corey, you haven't you have to make a pattern. Do it twice. Now some yeah. some Dolphin fans in Twitter are saying that we always let the best ones go. 
okay, that Xavier's the best. We should just pay him. No, just, you can't. You can't pay him. I just stated that we paid him. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't let him go. We paid him after an injury-plagued season. But everybody How can saying, they? if Howard leaves, who the hell are we going to put there? Whatever draft picks you're going to get for him. Because next year, next year is such a rich cornerback draft. So rich. I mean, we'll so just, rich. We we'll just have to put Ibanagni. E, e, e like I said, he's playing, playing much oh, he's better. So good. Second year, he's so first good. round draft pick. I mean, we have to put somebody there. But, I mean, we'll just have to deal with whatever. Ibanagni had, had a great second half last year. He, he came down the stretch. He played great. Terrible in the first half. Great in the second half. We just so. have to roll with the punches, man. We 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 weren't we we signed him early so we wouldn't have to deal with this. Exactly, we exactly. we're dealing with this. It's crazy. It, it goes back to what I said to you, Corey and Chris. Miami has so many question marks. So many question marks. The young offensive line, two attack of Viola. How does Will Fuller fit? How does does Devontae Parker stay healthy in a seventeen? We have no questions. We're a really good team. Stop really. it. Stop it. Miami has so many. So many questions. How's the linebacking core going to look? Like, it, there's just too much. Very well. And, and we like the- said, Corey, this, this, was a very, this was a very smart move by Greer and Flores to get Xavier Howard signed early because you know he's one of your sure things. You don't have sure things after that. You know, Miami could be very good. That Miami could line up to be very, very good. But Miami also could be a freaking train wreck this season. It could, it could go either way. But Xavier Howard is one of those pieces that you added to be to be a block. Say Miami needs to blow shit up. Two is not going to be the guy. The offensive well, line yeah. isn't where it needs to be. Miles yeah. Gaskin is not your, your the running back of the future, right? There, there's a lot of questions. You know, you can't you can't pay um, Mike Gesicki what what he might get from another team. You know, a, a team might do to Mike Gesicki. What the Patriots did to uh, what, what Hunter Henry and um, uh, the 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 guy from uh, Tennessee, uh, um, Smith, John yeah, Smith. you know John o. Smith. So somebody might do that to 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 Gasecki. Uh, so Miami's got a lot of questions after this year. the The things you know are Brian Flores is your head coach. Um, Greer is your is your general manager because they they get it. And they, they took their best player, and, and he is. Like, Xavier Howard is the best player on Miami, like, hands down. There's no – nobody's better than, than him. And they, they, they got him taken care of. They said, okay, we know you're here. We know you're the part, right? So we know if we have to change things, we can. We know that Igbenogamy is going to be here for a little bit, and McCann, McCann's going to be here. So they know their defensive backfield is good, and they, they solidified that. And now this guy's like – Put blowing and, and blowing a wrench into it, and that's what I'm saying, Chris. If he's gonna walk after next, season, let him walk. Let him walk. Yeah, I mean the Greer and Greer and Flores had a game plan. You know, you get you get a great second cornerback uh, duo. Yep. Until until the the pass rush comes around, our pass rush wasn't great, but Agba did his thing. You know, Van Giegel's coming along. Yeah, you're now we have for, Phillips. You're welcome for Agba. Thank you. You're trapped. So we have a. <laughs> so now Agba is in the system another year. Jalen Phillips is a first rounder. Set, 
some say he was the best defender in the draft. They all gave Van great write-ups. They all, they all gave Phillips great write-ups. Said that guy can get off the edge. Fantastic. He can play anywhere on the line. Van Ginkle had a great second half of the year. Amazing. A Super great amazing. second half of the year. So, so the, so the D line is catching up now to the secondary. But Everything's coming into but, play. But still, it's still a question. You don't. You're not the only thing Miami was sure of. The the Dolphins were sure of. And, and, and kudos to Greer, and kudos to to Flores. Is they knew their secondary was good. It was proven. It it it, it was an out, It was the best part of the defense. No question marks there. You know what you have with Miami secondary. You th- that's the one thing you know for a fact is your secondary is good. And now it, heading into a season where you're, you're going to have to see a lot of things. You have to see Tua progress. You have to see if Gasecki is still the guy uh, at tight end. You have to see if, my, if Gaskins, because Gaskins was a, an unbelievable talent last year. What a find he was uh, that Miami felt that they didn't have to draft a running back this year. So yeah. there, there's a lot that Miami has to. And Chris, I'm not saying Miami's bad. You're, you're taking this as Miami's bad. If, Twelve and five if, if things line up the way that Greeter and Gaskins see it, Miami's a, is set for a while. But there's also, and they did a lot of this because I, I even said to um, to Godshaw when he's like, "Oh, they only offered me a one year deal." You know, it's kind of I'm not going to take that shit. It's like, yeah, man, because the way Miami set up this year is they can't handicap themselves with contracts. Because they might need to free them up and go out and get new guys and, and start start anew. Um, yeah, and besides, Raekwon Davis is a beast of a human being. Yep. Uh, and we could kind of afford to let – sorry, gotcha. I like gotcha. But yeah. we can kind of afford to let him go. Yeah, of course. Yeah. You're, you remember how excited – you remember how excited Greer was when we drafted Raekwon Davis? He was in the chair doing the – you know, <laughs> throwing people off. What that was, was the most excited. What, what was he doing, Corey? Can we, can we get a? Can we get a? <laughs> Let me see if it's gonna catch. He was he was holding it, then like throwing people off, and he was just so happy. That's the happiest I've ever seen Flores in the years he's been here. When we drafted Raekwon Davis, like and, eight, right? Three eighty. Yeah, six eight. Jeez. He's a beast. Six eight. My God. <laughs> yes, and his second half of the year, like was crazy i i think just a lot of people in our system had a great second half of the year because they're getting acclimated to the system yeah of course and now howard wants to blow it up yeah this is um <laughs> the, you want to talk about disrespect that you know that uh uh that that hack writer uh omar kelly <laughs> saying that this is disrespect if anything this is disrespect by by xavier howard because he did the same shit last year where he was like, "Oh, I'm, I'm gonna, I want to be traded. I, I'm disrespected by the, the franchise." And then they paid him. You know, he did this right before they paid him, and then they paid him because they're like, "Hey, man, we know our defense is the, our secondary is, is 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 our sure thing. Like, like we know we're not gonna have to rebuild this if we have to start blowing stuff up." And that's look, it's a sad thing as a Dolphin fan knowing that th- this is a question mark year. You you like they. It could go very well, and you're you're good for a while, or it it could be, you know, uh, eight eight and um, eight and nine, or you, you know, it, it's seven seven and ten. Like it could go that route, and then you have to revisit and go, what do we got to do? Who's going to be gone? 
And how do we make that, that, that change to get to the playoffs? Because you look at teams like Buffalo, you look at teams like Cleveland, you look at teams like Kansas City um, before they got Mahomes, Tennessee, you know, teams that struggled uh, and are now consummate playoff teams. You know, they're, they're the guys that are built for the future. And Miami could be that. Miami very well can be that with what they have right now. But they need Xavier Howard to, to sit back, play this season, and allow Miami to yeah. evaluate this, this what's coming up. Evaluate it and then go, hey, man, we don't need that much stuff. We can pay you a lot of money. We're going to restructure. We're going to pay you. But we need to know what we have now is what we is what we need. Because let's be real. Say Miami needs to blow this up. Say it doesn't work out to what we think it is. Why the hell do they want to keep Xavier Howard? Why not free him up, move his ass for, for, for more draft capital? It, it would be irresponsible for Miami to pay Xavier Howard this season. It would be absolutely irresponsible. Find out what your team is this upcoming season. Make sure that it is what 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 it could be, you know, yeah, because I mean, there's we a lot on the of brink of the playoffs. Yeah, like it, th- there could be a lot of promise for for the Dolphins this season. It, it could be. This could be a very good uh, season. It, it, let's say Miami even misses the playoffs. Say Miami goes ten and seven, and they miss it by percentage points, or they miss it by a standing. Let's just say you miss it, but you see a lot of progression from Tua Tagovailoa. Uh, Gaskins is is the guy. Right, Miles Gaskins is not a one-year wonder. He's a great running back. That tandem of him and Brown is outstanding. Uh, your 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 tight end set with uh, Gasecki and the kid from uh, from Boston College work very well together. So you know you got to pay Gasecki, and the the defense plays outstanding. The offensive line comes together. Uh, the defensive line is is gelling. So you know in the draft where you have a lot of picks, maybe you 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 add a couple more guys to the line. You go out and get a, a linebacker, but you know your secondary, McCain and Igbiagami and and Howard look great. And then you go, hey man, we got cap, we got cap space to work because Miami has a lot of money to do so. You restructure them and you pay them. But the problem is the timing that Xavier Howard is asking for this money is not right. And 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 Greer, Greer and and, and Flores told you that by not giving guys big contracts this year. If you were a Dolphin free agent. How many guys did Miami lose this offseason? Because Greer and, and Flores were like, look, we're not here's a one-year deal or a two-year deal. Because they knew that this is the season you need to see what's up before you have to tear it all down again. Yeah, and we didn't expect this from Howard. Now I'll say I'll say this, and this would be my last thing about Howard. Um, if he does feel disrespected because Byron Jones makes more money than him. I think Byron Jones is a good reason that he got 10 picks. Uh, wow. he, I mean, wouldn't quarterbacks throw at Byron Jones if he was a bad corner or not as good or, you know, if, if, if the receivers were just open? I think, I think Byron Jones just has hands of stone. He can't intercept balls, but his coverage. <laughs> well, that's why, that's why he's a defensive back, because if he had good hands, he'd be a wide receiver. Yeah. He got two. He got two. Last year, right? Yeah, too. Yeah. And that doubled his career total. Yeah. But, but if, like, he has elite coverage. That's what experts are saying. That That's why we, that's why he, we paid him so much money. But that, he has that's excellent coverage. But that's what you want at the defensive back. Like, look, interceptions yeah, are absolutely. great. Absolutely. Turnovers are great. 
but defensive backs are defensive backs for a reason. And the saying always is, if defensive backs had good hands, they they would be they'd be wide receivers like Newsom the second that the Browns drafted this year. Everybody said he's great on the back pedal. He's great in coverage. He's not going to have a ton of interceptions, but he does what a quarterback's supposed to do: make the wide receiver incapable of catching the football. Absolutely, and that. But but I'm making that point to say that hey, Xavier Howard is yeah. this system and this your your cornerback mate is working to your advantage. It might not be that way anywhere else. Yeah. Like they're throwing to you because hey, you're a great defense. You, I mean, you're a great player, and you you trick quarterbacks into thinking that receiver is open right that's a great skill you have yeah. but on the other side byron jones isn't tricking anything he's just he's just playing great defense so yeah. you're in a you're in a system already that benefits you so if you're mad about that he makes more money um uh, he's a big you. part of the reason you're getting 10 interceptions in a year you, you never got close to 10 interceptions before byron jones came on the team so Maybe you should reevaluate that. Maybe somebody should sit you down and talk to you about that. Yep. Nope. I, I couldn't agree uh, uh, more with you, Corey, because it does take, you know, if, if one side of the field is, is, is ineligible to throw to, and you're, you're, he wouldn't see the ability for 10 interceptions if Byron Jones' side of the field was seeing more action. Exactly. So, exactly. you know, that someone, someone give me Howard's number. <laughs> tell, tell them to wait a season. Be like, hey man, do this next year. Don't 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 do this this year. This this year's too important. Um, it, it really is. It's such an important season. So uh, we're we're inching closer, and it, it, it's getting exciting. Uh, you know, uh, Trevor Lawrence. He's been on the field for the Jaguars. Uh, Travis Kelsey's getting a ton of publicity um, because of his tight ends camp. Um, He's talking a lot of trash too, man. Like he is running his mouth. Like the uh, the Chiefs are on their way to to win another Super Bowl. Um, there's a lot of hype on on uh, this Justin quarterback from uh, from the Chargers. Oh, Justin Herbert. Yeah, this Justin guy. I don't want to even use his last name. I just want to call him Justin. <laughs> this Justin. He looks. He looks like Justin. He looks like a Justin. That should be playing in San Diego. Am I crazy to say he's going to his numbers are going to decline? I think so too, man. I a hundred percent don't think we'll see the same thing out of Herbert that we saw last year. <laughs> I don't. I. I don't. I. I. I think he's going to be good, but I still like. I always say, Joe Burrow, man, he's the guy out of last year. All the quarterbacks, Joe Burrow's the best. Mm. I love what sure. I see, from Joe Burrow. It's gonna be Tua Burrow than Herbert and Stats. Stop that! Stop that! Joe Burrow is better than Tua Tagovailoa. No, he's not. He absolutely is, Chris. No, he's not. I had a guy tell me today because I'm very excited to see this guy play. Um, Jamar Chase. And somebody tell me that Jamar Chase reminds them a lot of of White from West Virginia. That he when when he did nothing in the league. Yeah, I think oh, yeah. Evan White. I don't. Do you see? They think he's going to. They they think that's going to happen with with Jamar Chase. I don't. I don't see that. Happening. I don't either. I was like, "What are you talking?" I was like, "Jamar Chase is like Justin Jefferson. Like Justin Jeffries. He's 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 this big, great-handed monster. Like you, 
he Jamar Chase is going to be DK Metcalf and Justin Jeffries. Jefferson. Jeffries? Jeffries. Je- Jefferson. Jefferson. Yeah, we go. Jefferson. Okay. Yeah. That that's who he reminds me of. Jamar Chase. And 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 maybe better than both those guys. Yeah, I don't I don't see him being a Devin yeah. White. I mean Devin White came in and was never heard of again. Yeah, I don't I don't see that happening to Jamar Chase. I see Jamar Chase and and uh, uh Burrow having having a great year. And there's there, there's a lot of talk coming out of out of Cincinnati, man. They're, they're talking Joe Mixon's going to be great this year. Uh, a lot of good writing coming out about about the Bengals offense. Is uh is um Joe Burrow going to be good day one? Uh, has anybody I mean, been his, talking about his rehab? His knee look supposedly looks good. He's he's ready to go. Okay, because so I hadn't heard much on him. That that's worrisome. Usually yeah. there's like good good feedback, like oh he's coming along. I haven't a lot really of talk. A lot of talk about Joe Mixon, man. Uh, they're 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 talking a lot of stuff, which is weird because you you look at the Steelers. I feel like the Steelers, even though their offensive line has gone to doo doo, uh, their defense <laughs> has gotten pretty good. Um. The Browns yeah, are the Najee Browns. Harris. That, that's a big help is getting a guy like Najee Harris. Yeah. Uh, th- then you have the Browns who just have a stacked roster. The Ravens have a stacked roster. Um, I got frustrated with this. I don't know if you guys saw this the other day. Uh, I, I get this notification from Bleacher Report, and it says, uh, Lamar Jackson shows how he can do it. He, he, he can do it all. He can play every position. I saw I that. Like, I was like, first of all, he he he, uh, he can't play quarterback, so he can't play every position. Um, <laughs> so that's false. Um, and, and then I opened the video, figuring he's going to be playing like a D two school, like he's going to be practicing with a Division two college. He's playing high school kids, man. I was like, Courtney's going to outschool these kids. Like, what? he's like, he's two hundred pounds more than them. Like, wait, wait, what is this garbage? Like, what, the Corey, did you see the video? I did. I did not. He's not even playing corner. He literally like pushes and yeah, and punches the kid down. <laughs> and they're not even on grass. They're on a basketball court. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Oh stop! Oh, I, I saw it. Well, I saw a article saying uh, Lamar Jackson uh, doesn't need to be on asphalt uh, playing football or something like that. I didn't know what they were referring to, but not Lamar Jackson sense. should spend more time. Learning how to throw a football than to catch it and defend it. <laughs> That's what he should be doing. Maybe he was playing defensive back and they were throwing lame ducks so he can see. Like, like you know who deserves all the credit for Lamar Jackson last year? Mark Andrews, man. Like that guy saved Lamar's season, bro. That Browns game where he just threw the ball in the air. If Mark Andrews doesn't get wide open. Like that drove me oh crazy. They gave all the credo, the credence to Lamar in that game. Oh. And and I remember watching that 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 throw. The Browns defender fell down and Mark Andrews got wide open for that touchdown. Oh like, that was the crazy Aaron, Lamar was MVP. MVP. I don't give a shit what he was. He's terrible. And stop telling me to stop calling him a running back. He's a hundred percent a running back. Win a playoff game, man. Like cool, you beat Tennessee because you guys were able to tackle. You you came up with a great game plan to stop Derrick Henry. That's it. Congratulate you stopped Derrick Henry. 
Everybody knows that's how you beat the Titans. Stop Derrick Henry, and you win. I'm not. I'm not impressed. I was such a big Browns fan that night. Jeez. I I was I was so upset. I was so mad. I was so mad when Mark Andrews got it open like the way that he did. I was like, that's how we lose. That's it. Yeah. Lose the guy who has to go to the back to take a poopy, and we lose to Poopy McBrown. Like what? What is this? You guys win that game. We're in the playoffs. Yep. Jeez. We win yeah. that game. We we win that game. We probably don't get the Chiefs, and we're probably in the Super Bowl. Well, you'll have to meet the Chiefs eventually. Not necessarily. You you, you win you win that game. You probably face the Dolphins first round. Yep. Oh, that's an easy one right there. So, I mean, it would have been great. <laughs> Xavier Howard would have been pouting oh, over his money. That would have been a great. That would have been a great game. But, but, but there's a lot. I'm, I'm very excited about this season, and it stinks. We still got eight Sundays to go, which is crazy. Um, but there, there's the season's got to be great, right? I mean, we, we got to see if. Um, Josh Allen is is the real deal, and I, I think he is. I think Josh Allen is a real deal. Um, we get to see Zach Wilson implode with the Jets because uh, I don't think that's – I just don't think that's going to work. Um, the Giants have something – a great story to go on. I think the Giants did a lot of good, um, and so this is Daniel Jones's last year uh, to prove something so before he gets signed. We get to see uh, – um, Sam Darnold with with the uh, he, he, as he goes over to Carolina, uh, so you get to see Darnold actually have a team around him. So we'll finally get to see what Sam Darnold gets to do. Uh, Pitts, my, uh, he, he's gonna he he gets to we hear about how he's gonna be the greatest tight tight end prospect of all time. Uh, so we get to see him getting thrown to by one of the better quarterbacks to ever play the game in Matt Ryan. Uh, we get to see Grandpa Tom uh, see if he gets to get lucky again uh, on his way to maybe another Super Bowl. So, well, was ever a player ever. And the Aaron Rodgers saga will that finally end? Um, you know, the Houston Texans will we ever see the Sean Watson this season? Uh, you know, the Trevor Lawrence uh, 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 will uh, will he do anything with with Jacksonville? So there's so many like storylines. I mean. The, the the Rams who are who are my favorites to win everything, um, you know, how how does Matt Stafford now that he's got a team? How does Matt Stafford play? So there's there's a lot, man. I'm very excited for the season. You know, Dolphins obviously with Tua. What what's Tua gonna look like? I still think I think Jalen Waddle, rookie of the year. Wow. I I have Jalen Waddle as rookie of the year. I think he's gonna be used in amazing ways. Not just a running back. I think you're gonna see a lot of. Uh, of him moving in the backfield uh, because Gaskins catch is fantastic. This is something nobody's talking about with the Dolphins is Brown uh, is very good at catching out of the backfield. And so is, is, so is Gaskins. So I think you'll see a lot of three sets uh, with, with Gaskins uh, Waddle and, um, and, and Brown. So I think that's going to be a lot of cool stuff that Miami's going to have to draw up. So I think there's a lot of cool stuff uh, that, that we we get to see. And, uh, yeah. you know, um, it, it's going to be exciting for me, I think, uh, for this season. I've, I've, I've been very excited about football. I'm not – I might be one of the only fans. Like, I love having extra football games. I, I'm not excited about 17 games. I'm not. I, I think I think we're going to see too many guys hurt. Yeah, that, yeah, I think you're in the minority on that. 
um, yeah, like a extra a, a extra game with meaning. Bring it on! But I thought I mean, that the schedule always had to be even numbers, like sixteen, eighteen, fourteen, one sixty-two, eighty-two. Um, I mean, not necessarily. Like, yeah. well, I mean, you um, know, now there's an odd number. What's what's the difference, so to speak? Yeah. All right. No. <laughs> Chris's argument. All right. It, no, that's fine. The only only thing now is no one can go five hundred. True, and I think that helps out. I think I yeah. think it does because uh, that number is really going to be definitive. Uh, you know, if a team goes seven and ten, you're like, oh, seven and ten. Team would have been <laughs> seven and nine the prior year. Uh, yeah, I, I just, playoffs, so. I, I just, I don't want to see injuries, man. Like, look, I'm always, I'm always up for an extra game because it extends the season for fantasy football, and I'll, I'll never turn down fantasy football. Uh, but I just. Uh, I, 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 I don't I don't want to see injuries, man. I don't I don't want to see guys go down. I don't want to lose stars because we dealt with that through this NBA playoffs where we're losing stars left and right. And I, I just don't want that, you know. Um but, but that was a little different. I mean that was that was mostly because of the short time in off season. Yeah. NFL had a normal off season. Yeah, well, I mean, of course. Uh they're gonna have a normal off season. They're the biggest moneymaker. So, and I, I mean, you know, I, I think in the NFL, most injuries are are fluke injuries. It, yeah. It's not, you know, it's not lack of training or things of that nature. I, I think it'll, I think the injury rate will be about the same. Okay. I think. All right. I mean, we'll we'll see. I mean, it's going to be hard to to know until we start getting into the season later. Um, right. And and this is cool about this season too. This is the last season, so. Um, Kudos to the NFL finally getting on board with what Major League Baseball is doing, what the NBA is doing. Um, the NHL started doing it this year with the reverse retros uh, with their jerseys. So next year, the NFL is going to allow. So you guys know this. You can't alter your helmet in the uh, NFL. So like the Steelers, when they do those horrendous striped jerseys, they still had to play. They still had to play with their their normal Steeler helmets. Uh, you can't alter your your helmet. It, it has to right. be the same. So, like the Packers, when they would wear their old school jerseys, still had to wear their Packer helmets. And same with Dallas. When Dallas does their old school, they have to wear their stars. Miami, when they play in really? their, I believe that you can't alter the helmet because I I just last I distinctively season. remember Detroit Lions when they on Thanksgiving when they wear that just gray oh, and last blue. Season. Last season you couldn't. Last season. Last season you couldn't. Last season you couldn't, but you can again. Yeah. Next you can season, what? You yeah. can alter your helmet? Next, next season you can. Like that was something I was reading about big time with the Browns is the Browns are, are, are rolling out their 75th anniversary jerseys, but they can't wear the helmets from 1946. They can't go that paint route. But this season you can, though. No, next season. It's not this season. It's next season. But I, I just remember – like on Thanksgiving, because Detroit always plays on Thanksgiving. They, they, they have the gray and blue oh, and then the a day, gray helmet. Could, yeah. uh, just a plain gray helmet. I never Cor see a lion on that helmet. Correct, but it's their same helmet. They just didn't put the decal on it. Like you can't alter it. You know what I'm saying? So they can take the decal off. You can take the decal off. Altering huh. it. That's altering. Right? No. no, like you can't have a different. Like, so with Cleveland, and this is the craziest thing. So Cleveland in 1946, they had a number and a single stripe on their helmet. They can't do that this year. 
for the 75th anniversary. So they're going to wear their, their jerseys. You can wear your jerseys from 1946. So they're going to do a 1946 style jersey, but they can't, um, they can't, they can't have the 1946 emblems and, and helmet style. They have to still wear their current helmets. Like, and the Bengals, the Bengals are, are New Jersey's, but they can't, when they wear their retros, they can't alter their, their, their helmets for, for the retro style. Gotcha. Yeah, it, yeah. I got to read the rules a little bit more about this because you're, I, I remember like the Lions not wearing a, a logo on their helmet. Yeah. And Every time they wear that blue and gray. Hold on, because I think the, never a lion the on the Jets thing. Too. I don't think last season they could because um, Tampa was trying to do the creamsicle yeah. to see Tom with the creamsicles, and they can't. But this year, I think you no, can. No, see, this is what's crazy. I thought so. When the Jets, the Jets wore their blue jerseys, they had blue helmets. Oh, but they haven't done this in a while. Yeah. Oh yeah, that blue. Uh... Yeah, they hit the blue and yeah, it's all with Mark Sanchez. Or something like that. This year, Tampa's gonna play one with the creamsicles. So is it this and year? And the old and the old helmet. Yeah, the old buck helmet. So it, 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 I gotta pull up this uh, NFL. So, is the, so Chris, you're saying this past season was the year they couldn't do it, but, but before that they could. Well, didn't the Dolphins? The Dolphins played with their old one and their old helmets. Remember? All right, so, um, so here's here's the here yeah okay so here here it is you played the Rams. So here here it is the the NFL. It's and it's and it's in 2022, so it's not this year. It's it's in 2022. So here here's the thing. Uh, so the the rule was established in 2013, so that's probably why we haven't seen it in a while. It says the NFL is scrapping its one helmet rule, starting in 2022, saying in a memo obtained by the Athletic on Thursday that teams will be permitted to wear alternate color helmets for the first time in a decade. So we did have it. It's just been over 10 years. The rule was established in 2013 to improve player safety, requiring teams to have only one helmet color so players would practice and play in the same helmet. While teams will now be allowed a second set of helmets, they must be the same make, model, and size as a player's primary helmet. Additionally, players must have an opportunity to wear them from the start of training camp and during practice during the weeks before the game. Uh, the rule change opens up throwback jersey options for teams across the league whose modern helmet color is different from older uniforms, including the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, now pewter from formerly white, the New England Patriots, silver and white, Philadelphia Eagles, dark green to Kelly green, Denver Broncos, Navy blue to royal blue, Atlanta Falcons, black to red, among many others. Teams must inform the league of plans to add an alternate helmet by July 31st, the memo says. Um, so there it is. So we, we, Corey, you're right. So, but the, the lions haven't worn different helmets since 2013. Hence why we haven't all the pictures of the jets and their Titans jerseys were with Mark Sanchez and, and, um, and, and Brett Favre. Sorry. Okay, so what about, I meant the chiefs, the dolphins played the chiefs and they had their old logo. Yeah. I'm I, I just pulled up. I'm on my DVR right now, a Dolphins game, when we played the Patriots, we had throwback jerseys on and the throwback helmet. Yeah. No, the stickers were different. The helmet color is still white. Oh. So, so okay. uh, you, remember, it's, it's a decal is, is what they changed. Uh, it's, still, right. it's still the same helmet color. 
So what they're saying yeah. is like, uh, so the Browns, the co- the correct, which is crazy because the Browns, the Browns are, are their helmets have always been orange, but the stripe in the middle is different, and that's not a decal. That's that's the the crown of the helmet. So mm-hmm. the Browns can't this year when they roll out their 1946 75th anniversary jerseys. They have to. They'll be able to like maybe put the number on the side, like on the on the old ones, but they have to be the same helmets. So next next season, you know, the Jets can go back to their green helmets and uh, the Patriots can go back to their white helmets, uh, things like that. So we that's right. We haven't seen the the Patriots rock those red jerseys with the white helmets in, in 10 years. Can you believe that? Wow. Well, it's been eight, 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 eight nine years. So it makes sense. It makes a little bit of sense. So that's yeah. something cool for, for next year. Um, when they roll those out uh, and we'll, we'll finally have 17 games in uh, speaking of the NFL, man, we alluded to this a little bit earlier about Richard Sherman, crazy story, man. So Richard Sherman's a, a free agent and all the talk was him going back to San Francisco. Um, I don't think he's going anywhere, man. I think his career is done. He gets pulled over in Washington um, for domestic violence and burglary. And something to do with a car. He, he was pulled over in his vehicle. Um, and he's still, right now, is still in police custody. Yeah, I, I saw a statement from his wife saying um, that she was not harmed and the kids were not harmed. Apparently, he, he went into uh, his ex, uh, ex-wife or whatever, in, his in-laws, um, ex-in-laws, without like permission so to speak like he he made his way in there when the police when they called the police and the police came he resisted arrest and police got hurt he got hurt uh, you know they took him to the hospital and then once he was cleared he was taken to jail um, so, it, so the, the yeah. burglary is, the police is hurt. technically they he was resisting like being rough and the police fell you know Oh. got injured minor injuries for both the police and Richard Sherman but he was entering their home without their consent so it's burglary so uh, what he didn't if, steal anything if you're the 49ers and 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 I when I think everybody had the same uh reaction when you when you read that it's Richard Sherman you're like going what is a Stanford, educated Stanford grad well spoken you know mm-hmm. has his head on his shoulders like what what you know, my first thought was CTE before I got the whole story. I was like, if this is happening, this is definitely going to come out to CTE. Um, but uh, it, it, if it's as minor as what you just said, Corey, are you, are you bringing it back if you're the 49ers? Um, because before they them, were. I would bring them back if, the, you know, if the charges are dropped and which, which no charges has actually – been filed yet uh, until he goes to court yeah they denied him bail but I think I think that more has to do with the officer ended up being injured yeah Uh, so you know they denied his bail but I I mean I would I would take him back even though he's declining in his play Uh, he's not the Richard Sherman he used to be but he has good moments Uh, he's a he's solid uh, but he's not above average anymore. Dallas would pick him up. Well, Dallas wants Xavier Howard. 
That was one. Yeah, we get both of them. Jerry doesn't care. <laughs> uh, I, I, you know, if once all the facts came out and the charges are dropped, the charges are dropped, I would take it back. Why not? Um, he he obviously works in that system. Um, you know, and unless they get an Xavier Howard, then yeah, I, I would take it back. They don't have the draft picks to get an Xavier Howard. They they already owe Miami two first rounders. Well, you better keep him. Better keep Richard Sherman. He's he's solid. Like I said, he's solid. Yeah, we're um, we're thirty two seconds left in the third here in Game Four. Uh, It's a close one, man. We finally got a game where it's uh, competitive. uh, As the uh, Suns lead by four, making my bet look genius tonight. A really bad game. He has two points, four turnovers. Jesus. Oh, so, Booker, Booker on the other Booker hand, has 32, I believe. Yeah, Booker's killing it. I listen, I said I said before tonight, Devin Booker, I told the buddy, Devin Booker plays well tonight, the Suns will win. Uh so I mean look, God, look at the other shot. Christ, the field goal percentage for the Bucks is horrendous. Twenty seven uh for sixty nine. They're shooting their field goal percentage is 39.1%. The fact that they're only six points down is insane because they're, they're, they're playing terrible. They're, 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 they're 39.1% uh, on their field goal percentage to uh, the Suns 55.9. Uh, three points, they're, 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 they're both about the same. Uh, the, the Suns 6 of 18 for 33.3%. Uh, the Bucks five of twenty for twenty five percent. Free throws is where is where it comes down to, man. The the Suns only have been to the line. Here's the crazy thing: the Suns have been to the line twelve times in the whole game, Corey. Mm-hmm. The Bucks have been there eleven more times. Hmm. Again, that home yeah. cooking. Again, that yeah, home yeah. cooking. Yeah, that that was all booting those. Like after the after they went down 0-2, he complained about the. Uh, free throw differential. Yeah, well, it's uh, it's in his favor. But here, here's the biggest thing too. Uh, so free throws, uh, th- the 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 Suns have turned it over twelve times. The uh, the the Bucks only four. Uh, the Suns two steals. The Bucks eight. So defensively, right now, and, and that's what that's what the uh, the Bucks are good at is is defense. Uh, the, so that's why they're still in the game with that, yeah. that shooting percent. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, fast break points ten for the Bucks, zero for the Suns. So in <laughs> transition, the Suns are just not getting there. Um, points in the paint is equal, and, and and when that happens, that's that's a problem. Like when when Giannis is having Shaq type of uh, numbers, yeah, that, that that's gonna kill you. Uh, man. Booker is the sole reason right now. He is he is the sole reason. Yeah, they are, they are winning this game. He's got thirty eight. Crowder has nine. Uh, Bridges has seven. Aiton has six. Paul has <laughs> six. Nine for Payne. Three for Johnson. Four for Craig. So he's the only one in double figures. Yeah. Meanwhile. <laughs> Meanwhile, Antetokounmpo with 19, uh, Middleton with with 26, uh, 14, 
14. Four, 14 for, for Lopez, nine for Holiday. Here's a problem. P.J. Tucker, zero. <clears throat> He's been on the court for 20 minutes. He's got zero points. Zero points and two confused looks. God, he's a minus 11. Only Lopez is worse. But yeah, six-point game uh, as we head to the fourth. Uh, the Suns win here. It's over, right? They're, 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 they're going back to, to Arizona. Yeah. They're, they're closing it out. Oh, right? yeah. Five? yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I said it was going to be a gentleman's sweep. So um, yeah, this would go right along with it. Yeah, it would. Uh, got so their I- one game. I listened, I listened to uh, my mentor Zazzo this morning um, because I can't stand listening to Joe Zach Joe Zagaki on radio. I'm not saying that Zach Zagaki's not good on the Canes call. Like I couldn't imagine listening to anybody else doing Canes football, but I can imagine anybody else doing sports talk <laughs> He sounds Joe Zagaki doing morning radio sounds like. Uh, somebody from 1972 doing sports. I wonder where was he filling in for? For, for Rose, they have him fill oh, in all Rose, the time, man. It makes it's it's oh god. I love Joe Sigaki, one of the nicest people down here in radio. One of the nicest guys. He is Sigaki. Yeah, I met him twice. He was an a hole. Really? I've never had a bad interaction with Joe Sigaki. Nope. Never had a bad interaction. I met him twice at Connecticut School of Broadcasting. He was an a hole. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. I've never had a bad run with him, ever. He shouldn't. He shouldn't be an a hole looking like oh. that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like right, like like you can never imagine another guy doing Kane's football, right? Like he's like like he's the voice. Like it fits. Like, I when, love him. I love him on Kane call. Yeah, but him. but sports talk radio. Oh my god, dude! He does that somber thing during Kane's game <laughs> when he's like, "Eric King is uh, down." Uh, let's hope that he's fine. That that's him during sports radio. <laughs> oh, last night was the uh, Major League Baseball game, and uh, Shohei Otani. I mean, that guy, what a player! Like, I can't do that, man. Like, like, uh, like Joe Rose is great at sports talk radio. I like Joe Rose a lot, but man, he's a Zagaki man. Oh God, terrible! It's terrible. That- I actually yeah. wished he would do play-by-play for the Dolphins. Really? You know, um, yeah, yeah, Goldie. Because, Goldie's oh, do because Jimmy, yeah. Jimmy Cephalo? What? My gosh. Jimmy Cephalo's no, gone? No, I said oh. Jimmy Cephalo. My gosh. Well, no, this, no. Is, this is why I want Zagaki. Because Jimmy Cephalo is horrible. Well, Jimmy Cephalo got cancer, right? Who? Jimmy Cephalo. He has cancer? I didn't hear that. Yeah, I did. I I. Here, let's look it up. Just okay. see. While you're doing that, but um, get, and, and, yeah. Yeah. and you're right, Aaron. Uh, Goldie Gold, is pre-season. going play by play. Deserves it. Deserves it. Guys are working. Yeah. Uh, to get to get back I'm to enjoy was, that. Yeah. What, to get back to what I was talking about was, uh, so I, I I couldn't listen to Zagaki this morning, so I turned over to uh, to Zazlo, and uh, he was talking about the series, and and he's Zazlo does a lot of work, man. He's he works for the he does the Heat games. And he puts in a lot of work. He knows a lot of stuff. And he was saying that Devin Booker can't be the MVP of the finals because of game two or game three. He had a bad game three. And he's got 38 points right now. He's eight of nine from the free throw line, 15 of 22 for field goals. Like, 
does a game like this where Chris Paul has got six points, like, and and Aiden's only got six points, like he's carrying the team right now on on his back. Yeah, yeah. So that's MVP type, right? Like, like, <laughs> can after having a bad game three, can 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 he win it now? Because he had a great game one, he had an all right game two, but he's having a great game four. Yeah, can you give it to because- him. Now? Yes. Who 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 would you give it to? Chris I mean, Paul Giannis, isn't lighting it up. Giannis is still playing lights out. But if Giannis yeah, and, right. if Giannis ends right now with like twenty four points, I I think like if Devin Booker goes for forty five tonight, like he's well, got to get it right. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, first of all, if if the Suns win four one, no one's on the fuck. Getting it. I don't care how good. Well, that's, yeah, yeah, that's but, that, and that's what Zaz was saying too. He was saying you can't give it to Giannis if they lose in five. Yeah, yeah, guys. The only way former Miami Dolphins wide receiver uh, Jimmy Cephalo comes forward about his cancer. Oh, wow. uh, he speaks for the first time about his male meloma. Melanoma. What's his skin uh, cancer? No, it's M M Y E L O M A. Myeloma cancer. Oh, I don't know. I don't know well, why the first thing I tried to do was make a joke there, which would have been completely inappropriate. Um, he's going to continue play-by-play until he can't no more. With a type of no comment. Yeah, I don't. I don't know where to go from from here. I don't. It's a show killer. Right there. No, 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 no comment. It's like, oh, go make the new play-by-play, and we want fibers around the brain. Like who? It attacks the nerve fibers around the brain. Why are oh, you? Wow. Corey's never been mean to anybody. Corey's like, oh, I wish I had Zagaki over, over <laughs> this guy. I, I didn't know the guy had cancer. Yeah, and, and I'm like, oh, Goldie's going to be doing play-by-play. Hopefully he gets the gig. Oh, yeah. By the way, he's got cancer. That's I mean, fucking up his that doesn't, that doesn't change my feelings. I just feel bad. <laughs> for I hope he gets better. <laughs> <laughs> no bad at his job. The cancer didn't. Still the, bad. The cancer didn't cause him to be a bad play-by-play. Oh, that's outstanding. Uh, I, I hope he gets better, though. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he should take a year off. Get <laughs> <laughs> off and. Uh, I, I was trying to hold it in. Jesus Christ, Corey! <laughs> Tell everybody how nice of a guy you are. Thank God nobody's turning in for the first time. They'll be like, wait, is that the is that the same Corey Aaron says like the next <laughs> person he knows? He just said that this guy with cancer should just stop. Just take it off. Get better. No, I want him to get better. No, I love Jimmy, Jimmy Southlow as a person. He's a nice guy. So uh, moving hey, on from that, show a little touchdown for us. <laughs> thank, you for, thank you for slowing the show down, Chris. That was very nice. Touch, touchdown against them. Versus the Washington Redskins, he scored a 74-yard t- touchdown. Against them. Um, where, yeah, where, but, do uh, go, where do we go from now? Like, I, just, I just don't know what to do. Uh, well, uh, yeah, Devin, Devin Booker deserves the MVP. Yeah, okay. All right, cool. That's what we were talking about, right? Yeah, all right, cool. Yeah. As the only way, only way Giannis will win it is a game seven loss. I'm saying to win it. Yeah, to to win the MVP and lose it has to yeah. be in seven games. Okay, All right. I, I I could I could see that. I I could uh, I could get by that course. Other other otherwise, it's Booker. Paul's not. Paul's stats won't warrant him 
the MVP unless they're giving it to him as a lifetime achievement award. Uh, <laughs> Aiton's been great, but yeah, tonight he's six points. Chris Paul. Yeah. Oh, so Chris Paul's got eight. Got to give it to Booker. I bet Chris Paul's got eight. He has fourteen rebounds though, Aiton. Yeah, he's been yeah, he's, he's, he's been solid. Yeah, but you you can't give it over Booker, especially uh, tonight. He's he's literally carrying them. Just just to give you guys an update, as we are eight minutes and three seconds left in the fourth. Uh, PJ Tucker still hasn't scored a point. <laughs> still the point. It's a close game. It's a good game, though. Jeez. He's over one. On, he's only taken one shot. PJ Tucker's literally only taken. He's taken two. I, I apologize. He's taken two shots. One field goal and one three pointer. Uh, and he has not shot since. Who was he guarding? I mean, jeez. Oh, my God. Uh, he's guarding an eight, actually. So. If he's holding them to six, if he's the reason Aiton only has six, then I guess he's doing something. Because it ain't scoring. He's he's not doing that. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, my bet looks so good, even though it's only three points now. The Bucks are starting to come back. Oh yeah, there's no way. I I don't think I don't think uh, from this point uh, the Suns are going to get outscored by fourteen. Yeah, the Suns are that's the only way. Least... That's the only way you lose your bet. Yeah, they the Suns... get outscored by fourteen from this point. What a great bet by me, man! To reject the <laughs> reject the four points, and, uh, and and hold on for uh, yeah, I'll give you ten for twenty. I can't wait to collect my twenty dollars on Friday. <laughs> you stayed strong. That's yeah, you know, was, listen, at the table. I, I I well here 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 it is. Here's my thing. I I thought if the Bucks were gonna win, uh, they'd win by five. You know, so six was my threshold. I wanted six. Um. The, the the Vegas was given four to the Suns, so the Suns were plus four, and uh, I, I couldn't take that man. That's too close. It's too. It doesn't give me a lot of room. You know, there's there. At that point, you might as well take the Suns straight up. You know, you, you yeah. take the Suns straight up. Uh, I just. I, I mean, look right now. The Sun. The, the Suns outside. They did well in the th- first and third, but they outscored in second. Huh? Huh? Crowder's down hurt. That's not good. He's faking. He's faking. He's oh. faking. I mean, he's embellishing. His his dreads held him down. That's what it is. Those things look like yarn, by the way. Crowder's he, definitely. He's definitely embellishing. He had to fall to the ground to get the foul call. Oh, okay. Well, I'm happy for that. I'll take it. Why do on the replay? Porter's Jr. <laughs> hmm? Yeah, Porter's Jr. He, it looked like Porter's Jr. didn't want to kick him <laughs> in the ribs. That guy's so angry. That guy's so angry. Um, see, see, look. Oh, he did get hit in the face, but geez. it wasn't. All right. Well. Yeah. I would fall, too, to get to the free throw line. I mean, might as well. I mean, listen, you, you win today. You go home. It's It's over. Uh, over. Oh wait, wait. Isn't it two three two? It's not. Is it two three two? Is it? It's probably well, they, two. Yeah. Yeah. So I think the next game is in Milwaukee. It's still that stupid thing. Now, are you sure? <laughs> no, I, I'm not sure though. Uh, Man, now we got to look this I, stuff up. We got to pretend like we're professionals and answer questions legitimately. Okay. <laughs> All right, so Crowder makes both of his uh, free throws. So let's see. Um, if we go... 
here. He missed the first one. So Saturday night is the next game. No, it's in Phoenix. Oh, okay. So two, two, one, one, one. All yeah, right. they went back to oh, it. Oh, well, it's over. After that crazy Heat series uh, with the Spurs. I think the Heat and the Spurs were the last ones to do the 2-3-2. The two, two. Mm, okay. My bad. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it's over. That is your bad. I'll let it happen <laughs> yet. Uh, so the other day we had uh, we had the All Star Game, man, um, and uh, the horrible the, jersey. Home now let me tell you something. That home run derby was awesome. It was awesome. Uh, it need, what do you mean no? I can only watch a home run so many no, times listen, before. No, okay, I get it, it. It was so different. It was so different. It, and and if if Major League Baseball wants to fix the home run derby, it should be. It should be at Coors Field every season. Every season. I mean, these, Corey, there was more 500-foot home runs hit this year than I've ever seen in my life. It was amazing. <laughs> when I watched uh, Alonzo. Uh, I, I wish I would have. Okay. Sorry. I, I wish I A roach I, came into, I apologize. <laughs> A roach. <laughs> Got because I'm right next to the electrical room in my apartment, so a roach got in here, and I watched my dog, my my little French bulldog. She comes running out of the bedroom, and I'm like, "What the hell is she doing?" You'll wa- if you watch the replay, you'll see the confusion on my face. And she went to go <laughs> eat the roach, and I was like, "Don't, don't eat that." <laughs> oh man! So Peter Alonso. <laughs> Yeah, I, I wish I had said it on the last show. I was going to say anybody but Pete Alonso, and I'm happy with it. <laughs> I wish I would have said it. Gosh. Yeah, he cr- I mean, bro, he was – Corey, Chris, did you watch it? You're, you're a baseball fan, Chris. Did you watch it at all? No. Pete Alonso, 500-foot bombs. Bombs. But they booed. Listen, so uh, you, you wait all night, right? They put Shoho Itani – in the last round. And um, so Otani's in the last round. He goes up against Soto, right? And S- Soto beats Otani, and the fans boo because they go, they go to a, a second-round sudden death, which is a three-pitch, uh, like, uh, a three-pitch, uh, best of three pitches. And uh, Soto beats Otani. Soto goes three for three. Otani crowns out on his on his first at bat. So I, I liked it, man. I thought, I thought it was awesome, man. I thought uh, that the home run derby was great. And I thought the game stunk. Um, I watched almost the whole game and like, ugh, the NL could like, like couldn't get anything going really. And it was just it was boring as hell. Yeah. I, I watched, I watched, um, I didn't really watch the home run derby. Figured I watched the highlights with that, and as far as the game, I watched most of it. It was a little weird, them talking to batters while they're at bat. Yeah, uh, that that was a little weird to me. Like, yo, yo, shut up! Like, there was, Joe Buck was like, "Well, yeah. what do you, well, what do you think you're getting here?" Uh, uh, is this close to going? Would you guys shut the hell up? <laughs> it's yeah, it's that, trying to hit without your stupid like. Yeah, that was so weird. Out there, how do you think it feels good? Just be quiet. My God, 
<laughs> yeah, I could see them like talking to him on the walk up and stuff, but I thought they would be quiet during the at bat. But they're like, yeah, what? What do you? What? It's a. Uh, it's one ball, two strikes. What do you think's coming here? <laughs> it was awful. I know it's a golf, a golf ball, man. Like, what? yeah, no, I, it didn't make any sense. But they did that during the home run derby too, where they were like grabbing guys to interview, like as they're they're, they're trying to get water. It, it seemed well, that, really discombobulated. Yeah, I mean, and that that's fine in home run derby, but like at that in a oh, game wait. that. The San Diego Padres and their swag chain. Do, do they you know they stole it from the UM Hurricanes? Like, yeah, that, that's pretty stupid. That is like uh. stealing it from UM, and they're saying they have the swag. The San Diego, uh, nobody gives a crap Padres. So what you're saying is is uh, we should fire Rob Manford. <laughs> what you're saying? That, that Rob Manford's terrible. Yeah, yeah. Those uniforms were awful. Those were the worst thing I've ever seen. I hate, I hated, I hated them. No, I agree with you. They were I, okay. I was okay with them. I like that the blue and the white fine, but but the thing. Yeah. That, I was like, yeah, I like the blue. What does he play for it? Like, I can't, I can't. Even oh yeah, it was hard. Yeah, it was hard to differentiate. But oh, PJ Tucker just got his fifth foul. He has to sit with his zero points. Oh no! Um, I did. I did like like some. Sometimes when they were talking, when they were talking to the guy on defense, I did like that. Yeah, but it made me like it, it made me like Albies more from Atlanta. <laughs> he was pretty cool. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Corey likes Aldi more. <laughs> and oh, and maybe 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 next week we can touch on the Stephen A. Smith thing. Because I have a strong opinion about that. We can definitely take care of that. Uh, that's that's referring to Stephen A. Smith and his uh, comments on Shoho Atani. We could definitely definitely he get into that as wrong. the. Uh, he said nothing wrong. I I agree with you, Chris. I agree. I agree. I agree. So we're gonna wrap it up here on a Wednesday. We should be back on Tuesday for uh, for Chris. Rise up, Cuba! Rise up! Wonderful. Thank you, Chris. And I agree with you. Freedom for all, right? For Corey. It's bad, bro. It's really bad. Freedom. Freedom for all. Rise up. They're like oh. shooting people in the So in now the I got to be the jackass who's like going to say something like funny or, <laughs> or, or something. No, like, listen, uh, I'm with you, Chris. Uh, what's, what's going on in Cuba is pretty crazy. Um, I'm happy to see everybody out here kind of. In their own house, they took a reporter right out of a house uh, that was there covering it. So shit's crazy down there. Uh, it, it hits home for us, obviously. Chris being Cuban uh, and us living they down shot there. Shot a pastor. It used to be that pastors were off limits. Yeah, they shot a pastor. So things are crazy. Um, we obviously support the people of Cuba and their 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 fight for for equality and, and liberty and and just the freedom to be able to do what we do here, where you can. Do whatever you want to do. Uh, you know, we talk about sports, uh, you know, but when you look at what's going on, on th down there and, you know, the fight that Chris had to do to, to get here, uh, it's it's crazy, man. Uh, so don't take your liberties for granted. Stick by your Cuban uh, brother. And, uh, and, and if you got friends from Haiti, too, for what they're going through uh, after the assassination of their president, you know, that's 
basic human rights are, are something that everybody deserves. So, uh, you know, uh, our, our thoughts and prayers and, and our, our uh, on this show specifically, our, our support is with uh, the people of Haiti and the, and the people of Cuba. So, uh, you know, stick with it. We'll see you. Uh, we'll see you next week on Tuesday. We'll talk about Stephen A. Smith's comments about Shohei Tani. Is, 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 uh, is, uh, is his apology good enough? Um, and then obviously we, we should have had to apologize. Yeah, we might have an NBA <laughs> champion. So uh, we will see you guys yeah. then. You guys have a Did great I say night. Something funny? Yeah, you guys. <laughs> you guys have a great night. We'll talk to you guys then. Mm.